Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What is up, wrestling fans and trading card collectors? Worlds collide. That's right. Worlds colliding. Wrestling. Worlds colliding. Worlds colliding. Worlds colliding. WrestlingTradingCards.com and WrestlingWithCardsNot.com. Colliding. (laughs) What an intro. Amazing. What an intro. That's going to be the most unique one to date. I try to keep it unique, you know, half the time I'm, I'm, I might be having a stroke while we're recording this and half the time I might just be, you know, but you'll to... plow right through it. There's no stopping yeah. you, sir. One way or another, we're going to keep it going. And no everyone's one... a unique intro. It's like Simpsons here. Yeah. Yep. The only <laughs> thing that's going to stop this is when one of us drops dead. And then, uh, you know, if it happens to be one of us, maybe the other one starts impersonating the other one. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I'll work on my impersonation of you. <laughs> okay. So anyway. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about what causes, and this is kind of a, a little bit of an oxymoron because we're always talking about how wrestling cards don't get the love, but I know that everybody listening to this, and me and you have both seen the rise in wrestling cards from what they used to be even a year ago. Yep. What causes the value and the price fluctuation with wrestling cards? And lately, I've even seen some going down. From I have too. So, um, well, let's just talk about events. Um, what are What are some events that could happen that you think causes them to go up or down? Well, that comes to top of mind. You could either have events that are either be, uh, you know, uh, movie careers that take off TV sure. shows. Um, you could, somebody who has like political aspirations uh, could be anything from like, uh, you know, anything that gets out in the mainstream that becomes it's beyond the wrestling world. Right. starts to make things kind of happen, I really think. And even stuff that's inside the wrestling world, you know, people uh, starring in like WWE type films, but that's still mainstream, I guess, too. But um, anything like that happens, uh, really starts pushing things into the mainstream that really starts pushing value, I think. I mean, The Rock is a perfect example. He's, he's the one example we're always going to go to and say, you know, oh, well, his movie career took off and he has now, the, you know, the, the Young Rock show, it's like that. Um, you know, he's just got, uh, and then, you know, people go back to his football career and stuff like that. Um, but there's just anything that has to do with mainstream is going to really push you, I think. Yeah, uh, let's start breaking down some of these. We'll start with deaths. Uh, I know a lot of people uh, want to talk about that, and so this is this is one thing that I actually don't see wrestling card. It doesn't hit wrestling cards as much as it hits some other industries. I don't think. I think it does autographs. But yet, um, okay. So the example I use is when we heard Bobby Heenan passed away. Uh, I, I was like, you know what? I, I don't have any of his autos. I don't necessarily want to buy any right now, but let's go check and see what they're doing. They were still the, you know, readily available mm-hmm. and not that expensive, but yet a guy like say Bam Bam Bigelow and ultimate warrior, like they, they maybe don't have the longevity that Bobby Heenan had overall in wrestling history, but their autos have just, you know, skyrocketed since their deaths. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, that, that's something that can go both ways. You have any opinion on that? Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Like, uh, also to do with their, their overall popularity, I think, though, too. Like, I've obviously, you know, people who are fans of old school wrestling are going to have like the Bobby Heenan dates like that. I mean, come on. 
yeah. one of the one of the best managers announcers ever out there. I mean, come on, I really enjoyed his work. But uh, then you have the popularity of an actual star itself, an ultimate warrior. So it's surprising me that Bam Bam Bigelow is expensive. Really, it actually is surprising to me. I'm thinking it's just maybe because he didn't sign that much. Probably true. That's probably true. Because I can only think outside of his WCW autograph card. I can't yeah. think of anything else. But then again, Warrior, he didn't sign that much. So maybe it comes. He didn't. I mean, but he signed, uh, you know, for the Americana set, I think. He did, you know, for Donruss. Um, and then later in his career, in his life, you know, he was making the rounds and doing a lot of conventions and signings there too as well. But I mean, but he's also a huge, he was a huge part of like a lot of people's, you know, youth. Yeah. You know, he was a big star. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird how certain people translate. I mean, when Eddie Guerrero passed away, all of his stuff skyrocketed too. Uh, even Chris Benoit, when his stuff his stuff commands big money, it just does. Uh, outside of meeting him at a at an event, he only has a couple you know certified autographs. Mm-hmm. That's it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So that's one thing. Uh, let's talk about the actual wrestling events. I witnessed this personally, and I'm not going to be afraid to admit this. It's past WrestleMania. Bianca Belair won the women's title on night one of WrestleMania. I had been looking at her stuff. I had some of the super low end, and I actually had flipped some of that. But I was like, I want a rookie auto. Like, you know, I've been looking at him for a while. She won the title, and I was like, okay, so this is the first like singles women's match to headline a WrestleMania mm-hmm. and it's her first title win. Like I need to have something. So I went out and was looking for her, her uh, rookie year. Cause y- you know how tops does these cards. Sure. Like, you can't designate a rookie. So I was like, okay, let's look at the first year and find a card in that first year that she had that I really liked. Well, there was a green parallel out of 150 uh, sticker auto in the rookie year. And I'm like, that's great. I'm going to pick it up. And I think it was like 50 bucks, which, in the grand scheme of things is affordable, but compared to what it used to be, and there was only like three of them available when I went to look at it. And then the very next night I was thinking the same thing with Rhea Ripley and her prices have just skyrocketed since she won the title. So that's a price. And then you can go the flip side. Uh, Just today we've seen, we saw, I'm going to just pull a name out. Samoa Joe was released. He's a huge star in TNA, had the world title. He came in with a lot of buzz into NXT and the WWE People are maybe picking his cards up, you know, kind of prospecting on it. And then he gets released today. Well, his popularity has been just going down, down, down. Because he's yeah. been off TV, not doing anything. So your, unless your last image of him is wearing a freaking raincoat. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you want to touch on that, but that's kind of the, you know, we see this a lot in sports where they're prospecting on rookies and then they have a big game and they go up. But I think I, it's a good thing, though. It's a I good thing, it. though. Yeah, I, I love think, that. Yeah. I love that wrestling is getting, getting the same kind of attention and – uh, well, not attention. It's getting the same kind of um, um, kind of the gamification of yeah. Same kind yeah. of reaction happens in wrestling now that would happen in in football. You know, your your star running back goes out with an injury. And you got some no name guy comes in there. He has some monumental game, his first game, you know, ever. So I like just you know, two hundred yards rushing. Also, everybody wants him. He's the next big thing. Right. He's out. <laughs> you bring your 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 star backs like that. That guy's stuff just went back down. You know. Yep. Uh, it happens all across sports because you know someone gets injured. Unless you're, you know, a Durant or, you know, you're a Brady like a, or like a legend, like a, yeah, you know. 
it's going to be kind of hard to maintain, you know, a, a high level. There's a lot of guys betting on in the sports or a lot of guys betting on uh, some of these young talent. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, Luca is one of the guys in basketball. I wouldn't even say it's betting. I mean, it is. Extreme. You're betting. You're 100% betting. Yep. Yeah, it's extreme. It's like almost nonsensical. So you have, uh, what's his name? Luca, Luca, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You have his car was sold. One of his cars sold for four point something million dollars. Okay. Uh, I, I keep saying the, the, the comment that I saw was someone goes, listen, that guy is what? 22, 23 years old, 22 years old. That guy's one Achilles injury away from becoming a $44 card. Yep. That's true. (laughs) And it's, uh, you know, a lot can be said about that in wrestling too, but we don't really have a lot of, uh, in wrestling, there's not a lot of, uh, career defining type injuries, Unless, you know, unless you're draws or, you know, someone like that who, no, nothing to be disrespectful like that, but I don't know if draws is going to be someone you're going to invest in, you know, as, as no, a wrestling like, character. As a top, like a rock. Yeah, as, as a, a top, as yeah, a rock. Yeah. And I, I mean, nothing again. I like the guy, I like the characters like that. I just don't know if that's going to be a draw on that. But, uh, you know, if someone like, you know, that's why it's always good to invest in, it's always good to invest in your legends because right. their, their careers are established. I mean, they're right. done. That's why your, your flares always going to be good. Your rocks are going to be good. You know, all of your guys in the 82 all-stars, I mean, they're all going to be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, uh, it's mind boggling to me to see uh, people who, who want to invest that heavily in that and gamble, like you said, gamble, but it's also kind of nice and to see it be happening kind of in wrestling right now. Yeah. And if, uh, if you know wrestling, you can flip those, or if you truly believe in the talent or your player collector, like, it can go both ways. It can be exciting because you could see the value in your PC go up. But if the value goes down, if you're a, like, yeah, I mentioned Samoa Joe, if you're a Samoa Joe diehard player collector, that's even better. Yeah, that's better for you too because the prices yeah. are going down. Yeah, so, I can afford to buy things that maybe I couldn't afford before. It's like that. But exactly. it, also, I don't care if it goes down because I'm not in it for the value. I'm in it because I'm a fan. Yep. And you can be in both camps at the same you can. time. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm in that with my, with my Kurt Angle cards now. I'm the first time in my yep. life, I'm a player collector. And so now with Kurt Angle stuff, I'm really happy with what I've gotten so far in the short time span already. Uh, but I don't care if the value goes down or goes up. I don't care. I'm a Kurt Angle fan. So right. if it goes up, great. My kids will have something when I'm gone. <laughs> uh, but if the play, you know, if it goes down, I don't care. I can start buying things I couldn't afford before. Right. And actually you inadvertently segued into the next kind of category of events and you, you mentioned investing in legends, but what if you're like me or some of these other people who are so into Hogan and then all of a sudden he says things he shouldn't be saying. Sure. Now what? But Hey, it's the same way, man. In music, I'm a big cheap trick fan. My right arm is all cheap trick stuff. I hope to God, none of these guys do something that's going to want me to regret (laughs) that I have this stuff on here. You know, I mean, thankfully they're all almost in their seventies almost. So I'm almost, I'm I'm almost okay. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, there is that risk. There's a risk that you're going to have a talent. I mean, we had a thing, what, last year, what was it called that um, uh, people were getting called out. There's a lot of indie guys getting called out for, uh, you know, some. Uh, yeah, I, know, I don't remember what you're talking some like, about. Some like, it was like, yeah. uh, I can't remember the hashtag that was going around for a while. You know, there was certain talent that was getting called out for some inappropriate right. behavior and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, that can damage your career right there. And mm-hmm. you're done. You know, if, if I was a Joey Ryan fan back last year, it's like that, oh you know, I mean, you're done with, I mean, it's, yeah. it's done. I mean, from a, an investment standpoint, unless you're still a diehard fan, you mean, I, I don't see him uh, getting any kind of love for being an investment, but um, it's rare. I think it's rare. I mean, um, 
Sometimes it doesn't even matter. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't even matter. Yeah. I mean, we, we have Chris Benoit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he wasn't even that valuable when he was alive after he died, no matter, even after the horrific things that he did, I mean, his value still shot up. Yeah. There were collectors who were like, well, I'm a fan of his wrestling career. It's like that. So I'm going to, and they're, and they're paying a lot of money for his stuff. Um, something else too, that you just like, I don't know, just kind of came up in my head is we see a lot of people in vintage baseball, just glorify these vintage baseball players. But as time goes on, information comes out about how maybe these guys really weren't the nicest and best. Oh, you got, you got your Ty Cobbs and yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, you get this, uh, some of those guys that had attitudes, man. I mean, it just seems like, cause we live in a world now because of technology and we have this social media and things get spread so quickly cause it's such a small world now um, that, uh, you know, information that wasn't readily available before now becomes like very available. And it's almost like people like to snoop too. Like, like you know, mm -hmm. hey, Sand morning, that guy's really on top of the world, man. I'm gonna go dig deep in his back. I'm gonna dig deep in him. I'm gonna find something to bring that guy down a notch or two. You know, yeah, and it's just, uh, it, it seems like people go out of their way to just maybe start bringing some people down, I guess. I, I don't know. It, it happens in all walks of life. But in the hobby, it happens, you know, these guys, like you mentioned Hogan. These guys uh, open their mouths. They say stupid things. Uh, they get caught. And, uh, but here it is. It doesn't seem to be hurting his value right now. Yeah. Team Hogan over here for life. I don't care what yeah. he says. So it's just, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I go as far as I don't care what he says. But <laughs> I will. I, I know he's going to say something stupid. And you know what? I'm still a Hulkamaniac, so don't care. <laughs> That's diehard, man. This guy I love the ultimate. The, I love flying the, ultimate. the Confederate, man. He's flying the Confederate flag. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I love Ultimate Warrior. And we, know, we all know some of the things he said weren't the best. So you know what? That's though? true. Every, yeah. time I, every time I see those videos of him running to the ring, I get jacked up, ready to just record or do something. <laughs> clean the Ready house. to work out, brother. Yeah, ready to do something, so. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, kind of gonna, we can go a couple different directions in here, but influencers, social media, and the fear of missing out, FOMO, kind of all of that stuff. That all kind of ties together though, really. It does, yep. It, it ties together because if you're on social media already and you follow certain people who happen to be influencers, let's just go again, once again, throw Gary Vee out. Sure. Um, you know, and you follow him and he throws something out if you don't jump on it, yeah, you feel like you missed out. Yep. Like, what did he see there? You know, what's everybody see that I didn't see? I, I had a little bit of that um, feeling mm -hmm. uh, once I started doing my YouTube channel and getting a feel like what was happening in the industry. Because I, I was doing my YouTube channel to begin with. Uh, I hadn't even discovered your YouTube channel, so I didn't even know anybody else was doing one yet. And I just started doing it uh, because it was for fun to kill time. We're in, we're in a pandemic. Uh, see if there's any interest in bringing WTC, you know, up to date and back. And I started, you know, reading more things like that. I'm going, God, prices are going crazy. What, what the hell is happening? So was, oh man. I started to feel like I missed the boat. I was really mm -hmm. feel like I missed the boat or I sold too soon or, but then I started thinking, Oh, Tony, this is what you've been preaching for years and years. Is all these trading cards are nothing but stocks, man. They're stock. Right. If you're in it from the investment standpoint, it's a stock market. It's not as volatile as baseball and basketball and football, but it's still a stock market. Right. And um, I, I, I was feeling that that what do you call it FOMO. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I was feeling I was feeling that for a bit, but that being said, I got involved in other things, meeting people like you, uh, getting to talk to David Peck 
getting talked to Rob England. David Peck, getting... tur- David and Rob have turned into our own influencers. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And uh, you know, it's just someone who got me reinvigorated to uh, collect again, to even just even look at the industry again, look at the at the hobby again when I had no interest in it at all. If you know, my my contact at Tops would send me a couple boxes something over the years. Eh, great, something fun to open up, and that was great. Give give this set to David Porto, you know, my partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had no interest. Uh, now I'm I'm fully immersed in it again. I'm I'm 100% into you know buying a pack here and there, buying a box maybe, buying something off of eBay. I've got a PC now. I collection now. I mean, uh, getting into NFTs, getting into digital stuff. I'm like I'm all in. And I'm, I'm having fun doing it. I'm enjoying it. I don't feel that, oh, man, I missed the boat. I missed it. Because that can easily make you feel bad and make you feel in a way like you don't want to collect now. And I don't want people to feel that way. I want people to feel like they're having fun. 100% agree. Uh, so many different things to respond to what you said. I Like, it goes, I don't even know where to start. Um, I've always just found my own path in life and everything in life. And in cards, it's no different. I love seeing a lot of the stuff that people share. I love, absolutely love David Peck's collection, but I want more than All-Stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I have some of those cards, so I also don't feel like I need a hundred of those copies. He's going to do probably way better than me financially if he decides to sell those. Sure. But I just have a different aspect as far as like, okay, I've got a couple of those Hogan's let's move on to get maybe another piece of something that I want and then move on to something else, you know, get, mm. just get a variety. I've always been into variety. If you watch my mail day shows on YouTube, you, you, you know, but there's that. And the fact that if people are talking about something, I completely go the other direction. Cause I know that the prices are not going to be where I want to get. I want to pay below market. I don't like paying market prices if I can help it. Yep. And then the FOMO thing, like, I, lo- I love influencers. I love listening to Gary V. I love all this kind of big name people saying, this is the card, go buy this now. Whether I'm buying it, whether I'm not buying it, I'm learning. And a lot of times the learning is worth my time of paying attention to these people or the people I follow on social. And, you know, I think there's a lot of times people will send me stuff on social media, be like, hey, what do you think of this card? And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Like, I don't plan on owning it, but that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that. Like we can all collect our own things. Um, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm I'm bothering you sometimes when I'm going to my storage unit and I'm always sending you a text message like oh, that. No. Like like look what I found. Look what I found. Look what I found. <laughs> the the Tony Vela storage unit should be its own YouTube channel in itself. <laughs> it is uh, it's a sight to see. It's just uh, it's fun to go through. It's like that. So I always feel like uh, so I'm I'm kind of with you. I, I like to kind of go in all different avenues. So I, right. I'm not so much into sports stuff. Mm-hmm. I follow sports. I do follow it all the time uh but um you know I, i've always been in non-sports stuff i was sports when i was a kid i got in a lot of non-sports stuff i have a whole bunch of different genres like i found that whole set a whole big box of like uh heavy metal cards man i right. freaking love those cards man yeah. like king diamond cards i'm all over that absolutely <laughs> love it like i think i want to get those graded actually <laughs> yep i'm got i've got uh the five out of the set and they're actually in pretty good shape on them for two dollars so that's the thing when i'm getting there was that run on 85 Hogan's. I had been buying them quite i I've been buying, you know, whether they were PSA one condition or PSA 10, I didn't care. I was buying them when I saw them come up. All of a sudden they start jumping to $200 a piece. Guess what? I'm going to go spend $2 on King Diamond cards and I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care either. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so just I, just, guys, I wish there was a merciful fake card. I'd be even better. Yeah. But, yeah. But 
you know, I, I've done some research, so I know we're jumping off topic. There's just not a lot of like metal and rock cards out there. They're not. You see some here and there, or you might see like a, there's a set that's got a guar card kind of thrown into it. But as far as like actual metal stuff, there's just not a lot of stuff out there. It's funny. It's funny we even bring that up because I actually thought about it, but I was still living in California uh, and I was living in Rancho. So probably about seven years ago, about seven years ago, I had, someone had brought this up and wanted to know if I thought it was a good idea to create a music card set and then go out and get talent to sign cards and throw randomly in there. It's like that kind of thing. And I said, well, it's kind of been done before, but not to a really cool, successful level like that. So who's to say, like, I'd be all into that. If it had like a certain uh, level of people in that I was interested in like that, you know, I'd be all over it. We've already seen a huge jump. I don't know if you've seen it, but the uh, Jay-Z refractors. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that's nuts. Now I've seen that's like, uh, like I had not, I hadn't seen a box of that stuff in years. I totally forgot it existed. That, uh, mm -hmm. that rap, not the rap one, the, the hardcore one, that, that one guy put up that had uh, NWA and yeah, uh, like, I'm like, I want, I want that. Yeah. I totally want that. <laughs> so yeah, just got guys. Just remember, do your thing. So <laughs> use social media for an influence to learn and kind of cultivate your, your PC and how you do things. But don't be afraid of missing out. If you get priced out, which we're going to talk about in a minute, go a different direction. Uh, you know what? If if you want that Hogan and it's 10x what it used to be, work harder. Go out yeah. and get it. You know, put all the like get the distractions out of your head. Stop paying attention to what you were and focus on the thing you really want to get done and go get it. Who cares what the price is? I think it's to stop focusing on what you were and focus on what you are. So you yep. can focus on what you want to be. That's exactly right. And it's just uh it, Again, you got to put it out of your head because I did think that way. I was thinking like, oh my God, I got rid of that card. I want to have it back so bad. And I thought, one, I made good money on it. So I, I have no one, I have no, nothing to complain about. Did I make thousands? No, I didn't. But, um, you know, I'm happy with what I made. And I follow all the different people on social media to like what you said, learn. I learn from you. I learn from watching uh, other people talk about what they're getting into. I learn a lot, so I, so I kind of apply it to the things and I also apply it to what I like. I don't mm -hmm. care what the market is after and trying to make popular. I see guys really trying to force that Rocky stuff now down, down my throat, like that's gonna be the next big thing. That's something and I, like, I could care less about. And, and I could care less about it. Like, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Rocky movies. I, I, I own them on DVD. <laughs> you remember that kid, DVD? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, uh, I, wait, I- Wait, did you mean Laserdisc? <laughs> don't even start with that, because <laughs> uh, I'm old enough. Um, I, uh, I, I, I think it's fun. I think it's great that someone wants to try to create uh, another markets like that, which all I say is, okay, if Rocky becomes popular, what can I learn from the Rocky stuff becoming popular? Well, you know what? I'm not a Rocky fan, but I like X over here, whatever it is. Right. And I'm going to buy that because one, maybe it could be something like the next Rocky. Maybe it's the next Hogan. I don't know, but I like it. It's what I, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. Well, and we're not saying those people are wrong either. It's just, we're listening, not at to, all. Smart, not we're at listening all. to smart people and applying their, their, what they're doing to what we do. Sure. So last kind of uh, group of topics we'll talk about here, economic factors, people being priced out and kind of the negative bias towards and, and losing interest in the hobby because of being priced out. Uh, we see, I think, I think I've seen more of this in wrestling cards in the past couple of years than I have any other thing. I think that so many like old school collectors have just gotten 
kind of stuck in their ways of being able to buy whatever they wanted, find out whatever they wanted. And then all of a sudden there's a market boom. They can't get that stuff anymore. And instead of trying to figure out a way to get it, they're just going to sit and pout about it and complain about yeah. it. So um, what do you got on that? I see the same thing. I think we're, we're seeing this because we kind of follow a lot of the same people on social media, I think. Um, and I, I see that too. I see people who whine and complain that, you know, this used to be a much more collectible hobby. I used to be able to, like you said, go out and buy things that I wanted to get. Box prices were cheaper. Uh, you know, it was supposed to be just a fun thing to do. Um, that's the case with all trading cards were always supposed to be a fun thing to do. And if you're into it just for fun things, there's still other ways to enjoy the hobby. We just talked about it. Yeah. If you want to. Yeah, absolutely. You just go out and, and your you can do your own thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, my own thing was wrestling cards, but now I can't afford the wrestling cards anymore. You know, uh, Undisputed used to be $100 a box, and now it's $350. You know, it's like, uh, okay, well, that's, you know, also economics. You know, it's just yeah. what happens in life. And if you can't, if, if your pleasure was to open up packs in hopes that you got your whatever it is person you, you know, you're, you're mm -hmm. in love with, uh, why not instead of spending $350 on a box in hopes of getting one, and maybe spend a hundred bucks on buying the card you want. Yeah, that's what I do. Yep. You know, and just just do that way. And and I'm gonna be honest with you, I was that way where I was like, you know, buying the boxes mostly. Just, I was getting the boxes for doing box breaks, but uh, then I was, you know, I, I was complaining about it. Like, hey, where's the value in this? Man? There's no value in this at all. It's like that. And uh, you're like, dude, just buy what you want to buy instead of spending the money. And then you did a you know an episode where like, should I spend two hundred dollars on a box of? undisputed or right. should, what can i buy for my 200 dollars? and you it's like that makes sense to me and that's how i live going forward with that now it's like it makes sense to me uh i just don't want to be spending money on things on hoping i get something that i'm going to enjoy why don't I just go out and buy what i want to enjoy <laughs> yeah and i guess you know it helps we kind of talked about that a minute ago how we have varied interests I, I guess if you go through life only having tunnel vision for that one type of hobby, then yeah, maybe you are going to get priced out and not going to be able to figure out anything. But I don't know too many people, you know, you talked about uh, people being into the Rocky stuff that's kind of coming out. Like mm -hmm. there's that there's, but if you're a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, whether you're a video game fan, you can go get great at video games. You can go get Nintendo cards. There's just so like, uh, maybe you want to go back into sports. I mean, there's just so many different avenues that a person could go in the hobby that I don't see how you could ever get priced out. And like, for me, like I don't get priced out. Yep. There you go. Those Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Love it. Full well, complete set right here, baby with stickers too. <laughs> well, that's probably more than a dollar. And I bought that at a dollar a year ago. So hmm. yeah, so that's full complete mint set, man. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> And I'm not, even, I'm not a Turtles fan. I just happened to find it again in storage. <laughs> you have got to turn this into a thing. Like, <laughs> just start filming your storage and like make an American Pickers style show out of it and throw I gotta it up bring on a, I got to bring the other one. I found a full complete Pee Wee Herman set too. Oh, that's great. <laughs> 80s nostalgia all coming yeah, back. It's all awesome. But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, stuff like this. I mean, if you've collected things over the years that just for whatever purpose, like, and let's be honest a lot of people who collect also sort of acquire things through maybe buying lots or buying things like that. I'm not necessarily interested in, you know, like, Oh, say I bought this turtle set, you know, maybe say I, I bought it. It was part of a lot because it had sure. some wrestling cards I was interested in. Well, I have a lot of now, uh, you know, inventory of things that I can turn around and flip it into something 
that I want to buy that I'm actually interested in. Right. So that's a way to, you know, say, well, I can't afford to buy a box anymore. Okay. Well, then if you wanted to buy your Roman Reigns cards or your, you know, whatever it is you're into, uh, you know, flip something that you don't really care about that you maybe you got extra of. It's something yeah. you really do want. Got to put there's in always work. ways. My thing is, what I'm saying is, there's always ways. I agree. Uh, watch the Follow the Flip series on my channel. I took five dollars and I have officially turned that into. I haven't sold the other piece of this yet, but we're way over a hundred dollars off of yeah. starting with five, just over a few flips. Got to put in the work working and not put in the work complaining. Yep. Spend a half as much time complaining uh, into the work. <laughs> yep. And then the kind of the last half thing on this is the there's still a segment that just kind of I guess balks at and I'm not I'm not like singling anybody out here. I've seen this from a lot of different people. I've seen this even in Pokemon in sports. People just complaining about like grading and complaining about cards going up in value. And I'm like, like why would you want to complain? Like. I don't understand. Like, why? Well, there's why? different reasons why people complain. I don't want to get into it because I think we start talking about it, we start actually mentioning, uh, you know, instances or I can't uh, comments personally because I just see such a like yeah. A I, I see a, I see a wide range as yeah, well. So yeah. I, I I mean I I don't want anybody to think that we're kind of talking about them specifically, sure. which we're not. Sure. It's just as as a general rule of a hobby, I see that group of people who are so anti grading. Um, I, I get and understand what it is that they're presenting to the table for their argument. I get it. Uh, but there's also the other side of which is undeniable based on the evidence, which is grading causes authentication. Authentication causes certainty and certainty has value. Sure. And if you and don't want that certainty and you don't care, keep it in your top loader. Like that's just fine. keep it in your top loader. You know what? Keep it in your penny sleeve, you know, put yep. it in your bike spoke. I don't give a shit what you do with it. Just, you know, do something with it that makes you happy. Hey, you know what? That goes right back to your Rocky example. Do what you want to do. Have fun doing it. Maybe exactly. we're not into it, but I'm not going to criticize you for it or say, Oh, Rocky's the end of the world. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to look at it and go, Oh my God, I should have jumped in that bandwagon because it's so much money now. It's like that. It's like, well, I had no interest in it. So why would I be feel bad about myself for not getting on that? You right. know, Hey, Oh my God, I use a computer all the time. I should have jumped on Apple stock when it was so cheap. <laughs> you know, I can't, I just can't complain about it, man. I just, yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm with you complaining about it. 100% of the time will get you nothing. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the only person that I ever, I, I have had FOMO before, but it was not that, um, it was, it was a timing issue. Like, you know, something crossed my path and I was like, man, I should buy this, but I ended up buying something else. Two weeks later, that thing I wanted is now triple the price. And I'm like, ah, oh, I should have bought that. So, but that doesn't mean I'm still not working towards getting that. It just yeah. means that, you know, and I'm not complaining either. It's just like a, a missight and a learning experience so but that's next... what everybody does i mean that's the thing yeah everybody does that all the shoulda coulda wouldas it makes you better un... yeah it does if, if you can learn from your shoulda coulda wouldas yeah. then you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of a lot more success i think and i'm learning that now more than ever really i am i'm learning that a lot more like this is a different industry than when i first started collecting this is a different industry when i stopped collecting originally yeah uh and so it's a lot to learn so as you know i i would text you all the time uh, I feel like I bothered the hell out of you for a lot of stuff where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, is this worth something? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Like I'm asking a lot of questions because you're more in tune with the modern market than I, and I was, and I'm playing catch up to that now. And I'm sure. feeling much better about myself now about the modern market now 
because I, I, I listen to some, you know, advice and things and, and tips from people like you and then others I, I watch on social media. So, um, yeah, but it, it started with you taking the first step to put in the work. You have to, you got to put the work in. It's like that. You just, you just have to, I don't put in nearly enough work that I should, but I'm doing better every day at it. So I think I'm getting better at it every day. One step every day. You can't fail. That's right. So you got anything else to talk about, about, uh, values, anything we missed? I tried to cover, you know, as many. No, I mean, uh, we, d- we briefly talked about things that are kind of going down right now. What things sure. have you been seeing? What things have you been seeing that's been going down in price? 85 Hogan's. 85 Hogan's? Yep. They seem, they not, not tremendously. They're high. That's the thing. Like it's not a negative thing because it's still double what it used to be, but it's gone. Okay. Down. It's, it seems like it's gone down, you know, maybe 25% from what it was. Okay. Um, and I seen like the. Uh, Are we talking the, straight raw cards? Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Okay, just raw. Yeah. Okay, raw cards. Yeah, the because graded is kind of all over the place. You know, people, some people value the PSA nines as like BGS eights or yeah. You know, there's there's that whole debate, which is know, crazy to me, considering that everybody kind of feels that uh, BGS is a harder grade. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then we've got C, You know, we talked about some of the newer grading companies coming in. CGC is like from what I'm seeing on the sports card and they're starting to make a heavy play, starting to see a lot of those selling for some of the equivalents, but you know what? We saw that with SGC this time last year and look what happened to them. So I don't know. Um, you know, I hope, I hope CGC comes through and after you, have you, sub- to- have you submitted anything to CG, uh, CGC yet? No, I have or CGS. Some- isn't it CGS? CG. I don't know. So many acronyms. I say CGC because that's the comic books because I do have three magazines to send into them that I'm going to get graded and I will have to go through, I guess, that avenue of CGC. CGS, yes. Um, I I don't know. I'm kind of starting to come around on the slabs a little bit. Um, The green that they used has this nice like holographic feel to it. I still think the slab's too tall on top. I, I, it's a, it's a, it, and a, their casing is it is their casing bigger than a standard like a PSA or a Beckett it's, one? It's, it looks taller on top because the the number. I, I've seen I've seen it, but it, overall, like matching it side by side, are they bigger? Like taller than? I believe so. So they are taller because that that uh, that top part they have to be because that top part is going to make them bigger. So, but we'll see I don't know. I I, I can't get I can't get past the uh, the, the size of that. Uh, it just doesn't look eye appealing to me. I don't know. Well, hopefully by the time this show is out, you guys would have checked out my channel, which um I. You know, we're recording this. We record these shows ahead of time. I just recorded today with a new grading company coming out. I don't know if, how it's going to take off or not. It was interesting. Lots of good information. So I will let you guys be the judge about that. And maybe that's something else you want to send your cards. I don't know. But well, there's something else on there. I remember you made a comment on uh, someone. <laughs> I don't imagine the same thing to do with it. Well, the grading. I, I posted an article today from uh, ESPN put out uh, an article today about um um, uh, the grading uh, about, about PSA and them shutting down, it's like that, and mm-hmm. everything. And I said, they mentioned they, they made no mention to HGA, it's like that, you know. And um, then someone had made a comment on there saying that, uh, oh, with you know, all the card companies, you know, increasing how much uh, oh, they my. charge, our tool is more helpful than ever. And I so I went to their site and I go, yeah, you know, your site's throwing back a 404 uh, error, you know, it can't, can't be found. <laughs> and I was doesn't... like, oh, surely Tony's internet's down. So I clicked <laughs> on it, nope, 404 error. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing like these these grading companies are uh you know shooting themselves in the foot almost so the the guys i interviewed today hopefully they'll be able to you know carve out their niche and maybe pick up in value but i'm not gonna i've got a couple of cards that they've they're gonna let me send in uh kind of see how that goes and okay. uh, hopefully i can do an unboxing on my channel on that and i'll okay. let all of you guys decide 
I'll have to check that out, man. I'm still, I'm still waiting on my back, uh, my batch to come back from HGA. So. Well, we'll I, see what happens. I haven't, uh, I haven't attempted to try to get back in and make another submission since my first one was so successful. I figured, you know, <laughs> I won 20 bucks on that scratch off. I'm going to keep it. Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> so yeah, actually that uh, our grading talk just here briefly is kind of tied in with our values. So anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, nah, I think we covered a pretty good amount here. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. You asked about the, uh, the cards. Um, you mentioned on the last episode how you went to the card show and yeah. they had that comic images. That's another thing that uh, stinks just, again, it's one of those things where it's like the rock comic images are, you know, five times more than they were this time last year, but they're just kind of stagnant. And I they're sitting, they're sitting there because, well, I, you know, what I think that is too, though, I think from the, the hobby standpoint, all those who collect that kind of stuff are well aware of, of Rob's, you know, status now with the uh, 97 Panini. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of become like, hey, I kind of hold off on that a little bit. Let's go try and find some of those now. Could be, yeah. I, I think that might have a little bit to do with it. So I got, you know, I, I think, I, I mean, I, I like that sticker thing. And by the way, you guys had your uh, your box break. And, yeah. and, I, and I watched some of that. That was awesome, by the way. Yeah, and I came in after some, Yeah, but I, 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 you guys broke open whatever it was I was supposed to get before I, I got on. Sorry. I don't even, well, I don't know what it was. Oh, you, you, it's in the mail. You'll get it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I sent it off. I sent everybody's cards out to them, and some people have already got theirs. Uh, I sent it out a couple of days ago, so hopefully you'll get it soon. But uh, yeah, I ended up pulling one of the inadvertently pulling one of those rock cards. I saw and that. I tried to give my spot away, and Yamwax is like, "Nope, you're taking one." I'm like, come on, let's just give it to somebody else. I tried to then... get my spot away. Oh, too bad. We. Gave I, it back I, to I sent you. you I, matter of fact, I sent you a message about it, and I sent Yanwax one a message saying, "Hey, you know, you guys are doing so well with this, like that. I'd be happy just to donate to to whatever the cause. So you can get my spot up, like that." And no response. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to respond because you were getting one for your uh, contributions to uh, helping people out with the checklists on WTC. I appreciate it, but uh, I would have been happy to help out. So if no one gave me any information, I would have, you know, sent something. Well, hey, we were still able, even when we giving away some free spots. Jeremy Padauer got a free spot, also um we're we gave away some free spots we we're still able to raise after all said and done 500 dollars to donate to shelters. so yeah i was happy everybody's happy oh. and maybe we'll do this again sometime maybe we can do this sometime for wtc or for this show you know just do sure whatever for, yeah we'll figure something out but that sounds like fun man it was it was fun to watch i had never really watched uh a full box break you know from the moment i logged in to the end like that but it was fun to watch i guess i guess you can kind of see why people get hooked on them now, now yeah yeah so well especially if you're participating in it too right. And so if you can I, come I, on the show and be interactive in the chat and whatever. I knew that was, I think, and I won something. I did, I win, I won something. I won a, uh, some yeah, one of the I forgot what trivia things. Yeah. You, you got an extra card coming your way and then you've got the cards I sent you, which you did get one really good one. Uh, it's, oh, it's not at the level of that rock, but I, I really like it. So, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Tony, uh, let I, let I, everybody I, know where they can find you at. Everything can be found at WrestlingTradingCards.com. I know the site's down right now, but everything that's going to be about WTC will be on that site. You can check me out, Wrestling With Cards on YouTube, Wrestling With Cards podcast, and Zan Morning all over all social platforms. Make sure to share this show, leave us a review, good or bad, because like I said, we like constructive criticism. Tony, didn't you have to something to say about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, hey, bad talk, good talk, at least you're talking about us. <laughs> Absolutely. As Eric Bischoff says, controversy creates cash. So bring it on. Bring it.
make sure to tag us on social media if you guys like the show share it subscribe all that fun stuff thanks for listening until next time see you